Hey, girl. Grab your headphones. You know I'm not that friend that you can have on the speakerphone. <laughs> this is the Yo Fly Auntie Podcast, and I am Kendra, also known as Yo Fly Auntie. This is a space for the grown folks, so sit back, relax, and get ready for takeoff, baby, because we are about to be fly. It ain't about a midlife crisis, but it's all about midlife flyness. Let's go. Hey, girl, it's Kendra. Come on in, saddle down, sat on down, sis. How are you? What's going on in your neighborhood, in your hood, in the woods, and all those good things? I hope that you're listening to this right now and you are doing well. Well, okay? And if it ain't well, I hope it is well with your soul. And if that ain't well, I hope that it gets well soon, right? Yes. So, I don't know if I've said this in a while have to part on me if I have but we got a lot of new family coming on in the room come on in sis come on 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 I've been seeing you on the internets and the interwebs and we've been interacting and all that good stuff and just a little notey note about what goes on in this neighborhood it is all about reinventing repurposing reimagining midlife so anybody for the end over and our younger fam of course want to center you in this space too for everyone but since i'm a black woman i can only tell you from my perspective and the things that i go through interact with and have friends that are doing some of the same thing so that's what this space is about yes that's what it's about up in here I love being 50. Now, I looked forward to becoming 50 the same way folks be looking forward to, you know, the kids be like, I can't wait till I turn 16 and I can drive. Though, they really don't do that anymore. The 16-year-olds, they, they don't really look forward to driving, but I guess I wouldn't either. If I can uh, order somebody to drive me on my app and order my food and I can have it just like I like it. Side note, all these meals that people are cooking for all of the different kids. I'm people, y'all. I'm one of them people. My mama would have never. <laughs> like whatever we have, that's what you eating. And if you don't go eat it, then you're going to be hungry. It's it's hard to bring it. It's hard to dial it back in. It's challenging to dial it back in after you've been spoiling folks. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to right my wrongs with these children of mine. But you know... When you know better, you do better. That's what um, Auntie Oprah and well, Oprah said. Don't call her Auntie, Mrs. Winfrey, Miss 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 Winfrey said, and so did Doctor Angelou. They both, you know, when you know better, you do better. And so that is that's the side of life that I'm on. And so the midlife of things is. Of course, an age thing, but it is also an information thing. I think that um, for me, finding out more about what it is to function and function well, live and live well, be in an abundant space in your midlife is something that is has not necessarily been modeled for us maybe in our real lives and definitely not in the media space not on the internet not on the tv if you're still watching tv and no matter what in print media either 
uh, if you're still reading magazines and or books, you know, where's the sexy heroine that is going through all of the things in the things, taking care of mama and them kids and taking care of herself, right? That is the mid life part of it. And it's not a midlife crisis. It's not a crisis. It's not, it's midlife flyness. It is all about that. So that is what we do over here in this little space of the internet, interwebs, in your ear, in your car, in your jogging, in your walking, um, in your private time. If you want, you know, to have a sister friend in your head and y'all have conversations, you have conversations with me in your head and then with your real friends in your real life. And there you go. <laughs> so that is the that on that. What have I been looking at on the internet? Hmm. The last week was Monique is still carrying on this week with Monique about the bonnets and the whole thing. Again, I am a reformed bonnet hater. <laughs> really don't have any love I, for me, for me personally, for the bonnet in public. But I do understand people's want and desire and right to wear whatever the fuck they want to wear because as we hit know for real and from seeing things around uh what you wear is not necessarily going to dictate how people treat you not at all and uh so i mean shoot that could be said for natural hair uh wigs weaves uh if it's short if it's low if it's kinky if it's twisted if it's straight if it's somebody always gonna have something to say that's a whole different politics the politics of hair for black women and uh i i know that a lot of our sisters of different backgrounds are claiming this space for themselves uh, some of them are very, very careful to not call their hair movements, natural hair movements, because they understand that there is a lot of trauma, I said trauma associated with hair and the black hair care movement, which be, is the natural hair movement or any kind of hair that is associated with black people. Well, shit, just anything associated with black people becomes pol pol politicals. <laughs> political it becomes political so I don't know what politicals was it tickled me though <laughs> but it becomes political and so that that whole bonnet thing also carries over into a hair thing did you catch Simone Biles it's a picture of her on the internet and Simone did this super duper triple quadruple defy gravity tell gravity to go to hell uh flip where, I mean, I saw it fast. I saw it slow motion. It's just amazing. And she also, they, all the, the sisters on the little, the girls on the, I don't want to call them girls, all the young women on the team, all the young black women on this, on the team with her, they all had their hair up in, you know, in cheerleader style fashion, you know, that would have meant for in my generation would have been girls getting some kind of extensions or something like that to put on their ponytail to fit in with everyone else. These babies had Afro puffs on top of their head. And one of the young ladies handed over, young woman handed over her bow to hand over to Simone for her, Simone to fix her hair and help tie her, her crown, to help fix her crown. A moment, a moment, a moment, a moment. I think I want to frame that. 
I mean, literally fixing another sister's crown. Beautiful, beautiful to see. I don't think I saw any. Well, if it was some mess going on on the internet this week, I didn't see it. I've been in the middle of a whole bunch of things. <laughs> That's new. And <laughs> trying to get a whole bunch done. That is new as well. I'm lying. There's always a bunch going on. But I want to still keep those lessons with me from 2020 the end of from 2019 and 2020. I want to keep those with me because I did slow down tremendously. I have become very intentional far more than I was before. And I thought that I was doing a good job before, but I'm, I feel as though I'm doing a better job now. And in this mad, mad rush that everyone has to kind of get outdoors and to get back to things, I have to keep reminding myself, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to, I don't want to go back. I'm not interested in going back. Back to me is backwards. You know, uh, it's been so beautiful to see my friends, to hug my friends, to see my family, to hug my family, to be deliberate and intentional in a whole different way about my time. And I, I wonder if that's something that was going to come with getting older anyway, but the whole experience and the trauma, again, trauma is, must be the word that we go on with today of being separated from one another. It's just something I think we should sit with. I really do. I really think that we should just sit with that and allow it to rest on our soul and cry and journal and create and bond around that not the trauma but the coming through of the being on the other side of the coming down the rough side of the mountain we uh, we came up y'all remember that song you remember that lady that used to sing that song gosh that used to be the long that commercial okay go with me just for a second um i'm coming up on the rough side of the mountain you remember that one and I'm doing my best to make it in. Got it. And the other one was that when BET first started <laughs> and BET first started and it was a commercial that used to come on like every five minutes and the guy would be like, uh, I want to borrow that album from you, man. Cause it had all of the slow jam cuts on it. And dude was like, no, my brother, you got to buy your own. <laughs> if you don't remember, go look it up. Because I'm not making it up. I'm not making it up. It is 100% true. I'm not making it up. And speaking of things I'm not making up, I'm not going to make a, what's in your cup? And y'all have been asking for these cups to come back. And I promise you, they're going to come back. The cups of fuck it are going to come back. But they're going to come back with decaf and regular strength. Okay. So your big cup of fuck it, your coffee mug, y'all have asked for the coffee mug to be able to be work appropriate. So I am working on that for you. What is in your cup? What's in your cup this week? What are you getting rid of? What are you sipping on? What are you, a lot of you are entering back into the actual office. Breathe deep, sis, breathe. Oh, breathe deep, breathe. Come on, wait. That was a short breath. You didn't even take it with me. You just you you that's shallow breathing. You're breathing in the top of your chest. I need you to breathe from your belly, babe. Breathe, breathe, <laughs> breathe, 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 breathe. Yes. Don't let them folks steal your joy, cause they can't. <laughs> but while you're thinking about that, the cup. What's in my cup of fuck it this week? I am having a healthy dose of. What am I saying? Fuck it to. Oh, bikini bodies. Ooh, I've heard so many people saying about bikini bodies that I just 
I want you to understand that every summer gets the body that I am blessed to give it. And uh, anybody who has problems with that, that's their problem, not mine. So fuck it. I uh, had a conversation with Marley and Jay from Jungle Rose. And uh, I think that podcast drops this week. Um, this week is in 6-8. I think that's the day that it drops. But uh, 6-8-21. But I, I told them, that, uh, Marley asked me what was some of the best advice that I would give to my 20-year-old self. And I told them what my mother used to tell me. Wear the damn outfit. <laughs> wear the damn outfit not because of what society says it it should look like on you do you like that color wear that color do you think that this would look pretty on you it looks pretty on you it stripes they say they don't look good your older people shouldn't wear stuff above their knees or midriff so that's not appropriate for somebody your age fuck it that's what i'm putting in my cup this week cup of fuck it for societal norms around what I'm supposed to wear. That's in my cup of fucking. What's in yours? <laughs> yes, I know you celebrating all that you have done, but now it's time to celebrate what you can do. It's the remix, boo. week's remix is all about what you do with your midlife energy. A lot of us are looking at remixing, reinvigorating, repurposing, re a whole bunch of reing our midlife, right? We're looking at what we want our next 50 years to be like. Mm -hmm, I'm claiming all of the wealth and health and mental health and wealth and spiritual wealth and health for everybody for as long as you are here. And today's remix is celebrating someone that I know from Tuskegee University. Her name is Randy Bryant. And Randy has always been that chick, okay? Gorgeous, amazing member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Look how I did y'all. I didn't do shake my hair though. Um, <laughs> Randy's a mama and all of those great things. Well, Randy was, after she hit 50, uh, she was looking to just kind of settle back into traveling and writing. Randy has been a consultant and done lots of work in the DNI diversity and inclusion space for years and years and years. And so, she was thinking when COVID hit that, okay, well, now it's time for sis to kind of, you know, I'm a, I'm a peace out on it. I'm going to take my kids and we're going to travel the world and eat good food and love and laugh and live, you know, eat, pray, love the sister way, <laughs> eat, pray, love, dance, go do some stuff, drop it low, see if them knees still work, all the good stuff. And so during COVID, People reached out to Aunt, uh, to Randy for her help and needed some assistance. Well, of course, when people ask for your assistance, you know what you do? You send them an invoice. <laughs> and that is, I don't know if that's what Randy did, but you know, y'all get what I'm saying. So Randy, during helping out during COVID and assisting some people that she'd worked with before, turned around and look, whoops, then fell into a whole new career. She didn't whoops and fall into it because of course she is 
exceptional at what she does. And now she is the vice president and global chief of diversity and inclusion for Freshworks. Isn't that amazing that you're just doing what you do and minding your own business and folks know that you're good at what you do or what you had been doing and decided that, you know what, let's reach out to this person because I think that they would be able to help us. I think that's a really good, no, I think that's an exceptional Uh, example of walking in your gifts, staying in your lane, still living a life full of abundance and amazingness and all of that good stuff. And when the time comes, things will come to you. So shout out to you, Randy Bryant, my Tuskegee sisterin. I cannot wait to see you at homecoming and give you a big old smooch and hug. But until then, today, you are this week's remix. Oh, honey, you thought that was all? Wait for the remix. topic what's the poppin' topic what's the poppin' topic this week it's where we're centered almost every week well it's not almost every week we're absolutely centered in midlife redefined whoo hey so you know my mama's midlife was inspirational it was absolutely inspirational and aspirational But I know that that was not always the case for many. And I still talk to women who are looking around their immediate family and their friend circle and realizing that our mama's 50 and what 50 is today is totally different. Um, My grandmother worked as a, a maid Uh, She worked as domestic help for probably 60 years. It was a very, very long time that she worked with one family. And her life was centered around holding everything together for the family. And then when she wasn't working anymore, it was church, family, church. (laughs) My, that's my mother's mother. My mom was a little different in that she had different influences other than just the immediate familial influences. And I think that that is a part of what the internet has done, has opened up spaces for us to meet our peeps, you know, for us to find our folk, for us to dig around and say, you know what? That sister is doing something really, really neat. It doesn't have to be in your lane, right? She's doing something really, really neat. I dig it. Um, how can I be down? Like Brandy. <laughs> that was a bop. 
pause. That was a bob. And the remix with Queen Latifah, was that the one? Yes, it was. With Queen Latifah and MC Light and Yo-Yo and the whole crew. Oh, 90s R&B. I mean, I'm a 70s girl, but 90s R&B. But I digress as conversations with midlife folks go all over the place. So my mother's influences were different and mine are different. My influences are you. Um, My influences are my internet squad, my folks from around the globe uh, that I've been blessed to interact with, that I get a chance to see what, you know, someone that is 50 in New Zealand is doing, someone in SA in South Africa is doing, what someone is doing with the uh, reef with the resources that may be different from mine, but doing amazing things uh, way up high and sometimes with a little and sometimes with a lot, what they're doing for themselves, what they're doing in their community and how they're creating community so that you don't feel so isolated. Some of the amazing people that I follow on the internet, on, on Instagram in particular, are um, the Black Girl's Guide to Menopause, an amazing source of reproductive justice for people who are not <laughs> still having churn. Uh, and if you are, you still need to know what is menopause and what does that look like and how does that show up and how are black women treated in that space and who is advocating for us and all the things that come before anyone talks to you. Listen, everyone talked to you about your period before you had your period, right? But nobody talks to you really about menopause, what that looks like, what premenopause looks like what your body changes look like and how to advocate for yourself. So that is Omasade. Um, and she has, uh, the black woman's guide to men- menopause. And I think she is Oshun sweet and sour. That's her handle on her regular page on her, her page for just interacting with folks. Dope, dope sister, definitely an influence to me. Of course, my fly ageless community is filled with folks that I would have never, ever met before. Uh, Kimberly Button reached out to me, gosh, I guess it's been four or five years ago. And I became an ambassador for fly hip and ageless. And I can't tell you how that changed my life. I mean, I can't begin to tell you because at that time, uh, I was a fitness instructor. I was, you know, I'm still working on my fitness journey. That's a lifelong journey, right? Y'all. So, uh, I was still doing that and somehow, I don't know how Kimberly found me and introduced me to all these amazing folks around the world who are doing their own dope shit. So some who started out in one field and are now entrepreneurs, uh, some are owning new businesses. Um, Angel for Maison, gosh, Angel, Maison 276, I do believe it's the name of the hair care line, but it's specifically for people going gray, letting your hair naturally go gray and how to make that gray pop, right? And Angel is, her product now is like in, ooh, everywhere. It's it's in, in you know, the Walmarts, the Targets, online. She's been on QVC, the whole thing. And it's been a beautiful thing to watch Angel go from her corporate job into this arc of being an entrepreneur. 
and an entrepreneur in a field where it literally is wide open. It's wide open. Like the sky is wide open because, uh, again, as we continue to have this conversation about women not having a space uh, afforded to them in the fuckery that is societal norms. So as you get older, you're supposed to disappear. No, thank you. And fuck you. <laughs> fuck you very much. But uh, yeah, so she's, that's Angel. And then like, I have great friends that I've made that are doing things as far as helping the community, their community, what specific th- things that they're interested in, things that they've remixed, whatever their skill set was before or it had become, right? You grow into different skill sets. Sometimes it comes being forged by the fire, but yes. And so uh, restaurant owners and beautiful people who are defying societal norms with, by their offering being a face or a body that people can look at and say, oh, that's not what I thought midlife was. Yet I'm right. It's not, it could be, but whatever it is that they're standing in it and holding space and offering an opportunity for us to see something different, which I greatly appreciate. So remixing and redefining midlife, what does that look like for you? Do you have something that you would like to do? A place that you would like to see yourself next year this time. What does that mean? How do you start? Where do you begin? You start by starting. Last year, exactly a week to the day that we are, I'm recording this, I bought a microphone off of the internet from Amazon, which I'm trying really hard to break myself of my Amazon habit because if Jeff Bezos can go to the moon with my money, then I should probably not be giving him money. (laughs) That's just the truth of so many things. But yes, so trying to shop a little more ethically. But I bought a microphone and I, I knew that I wanted to start a podcast, but I didn't know how. I didn't know how to download, record, like do you just plug it into the microphone what happened when you do it? I don't know. So I I had the mic and I had it for like a week and I reached out to a friend, Lisa from uh, black women stitch. That's her podcast. And it is about centering black women, queers and femmes in the crafting space. Uh, so, and sewing, she's a sewist, but in the crafting space as a broader community. So I reached out to Lisa and she was like, Oh girl, uh, yeah, you can do it. This and that and the other. I said, okay, okay. I I think I can do it, Lisa. So a few days later, she sent me this scholarship opportunity. Just a few days. I applied for the scholarship. I became a part of a pod during COVID that we met once a week drew uh, from Fempire, Fempower Media, not Fempire, <laughs> though that is a dope name, Fempire Media. No, Fem, Fempower Media with Adrian White. And Adrian taught us a lot of things about how to get started. And then the group as a collective, we learned from one another and we still do from one another on how to keep your podcast going. 
long story made super short. And I know it didn't seem short right then, but it is super short. (laughs) A year later, almost a year later with the podcast up and running because it launched in September of 2020. uh, It's 25,000 downloads plus at this point. Uh, People listening from all over the world. And it was simply because there was something that was missing in my mind uh, that was missing in the podcast space. And that was a positive affirmation for black women learning what to do in this next chapter of life. Something positive for you to understand that this ain't over. It ain't over. Dad, I thought you didn't like the beat. I'm doing all kinds of Teddy Riley remixes. Um, yes, it's not over. It's not over. It's not over. It's just beginning. And with this beginning, it's an exciting time instead of, you know, midlife crisis, it's midlife flyness. We are taking off to the absolute next level. And so I want to encourage you to find your people in your community or in the internet community. Um, what who, the people who help you to redefine what midlife means to you. And if you already have a community of people that are helping you to, to make your shit pop, then keep pop popping, sis, keep pop popping. And, uh, that's all I got on that. That's the, that on that, at least for this week, that's the popping topic. Wait, girl, hold up. I can't let you leave without something to take home. Let me get you some aluminum foil. Well, this week's take on bag comes in the form of tea. I'm sending you home with a tea bag because I need for you to steep this and have it piping hot later. Okay. Go with me. So this week I'm sending you home with whatever your favorite tea bag, your tea, uh, peppermint or lavender. It may probably don't need to be relaxing. Uh, orange, uh, uh, Earl Grey, something that, you know, uh, that really opens your senses up. Spearmint, eucalyptus, all of those things. I need for you to take this tea bag. I need you to steep it. I need for the water to be nice and hot. Drop your honey in there. Have a seat and listen here. The question comes in the form of why does this keep happening to me? The answer comes in the form of why are you allowing it? Ouch. I mean, that's why you needed the tea. You needed the tea to sit down. It needs piping hot. It, don't burn your tongue with it though. Sip it and let it come to you. Why do things keep happening? The same stuff that you just like, oh, I'm over this shit happening each and every time. Every time I turn around, somebody is doing the same thing to me. Why? Because they can. What are your boundaries around situations? How do you learn lessons? When do you learn lessons? How do they come to you? How do they appear? Right? When they come, do you ignore them? What are the patterns? This week's take home bag is don't ignore your patterns, your patterns that keep coming in the form of ouchies, things that hit you in the heart, 
that make you feel as though something that is occurring over and over again is actually true. It's true because you keep allowing it. Stop allowing it. Stop allowing it. Mm-hmm. Well, the clock on the wall says that's all, y'all. But you know I always have fun when I'm with you. This is the Yo Fly Auntie Podcast, and I am Kendra. Don't forget, sis, to press that button, rate, subscribe, and review. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend or two. Y'all have an amazing week. Get out there and be fly. Bye-bye.